I'm Shark Child, and this is The Dark Verse, a collection of my strange works with the sole purpose of sharing with you a unique world of horror and fantasy that will follow you to the visions of your sleep. My book is now in stock. The Dark Verse Volume 1 from the Passages of Revenants is in my hands, and I am shipping him as we speak, technically. So, make your way to sharkchildsremains.com right now and order a copy. There's free shipping, and this copy will also be signed. The book's also available on Amazon, but I'm kind of just learning the ropes. Um, That's why if you go and look on the Amazon page right now for my book, it says temporarily out of stock. Because I can only send Amazon... An amount of books that they request and so they request an amount of books that obviously was not enough to quench the appetite of my reading fans so uh, it was basically instantly out of stock I emailed Amazon and they've sent a new order so I'm sending them more books ASAP everything should be uh, you know back in order and I would say in about a week which is a little bit too long for my liking. But that's why there's still Shark Child's Remains, so you can head there if you want to get the book. Alright, time to head back to the realm of names. I would like to introduce you to a creature of immense power. This is episode 45 of the Dark Verse, and this is Jalantha. was waiting for me outside of my house, calling to me with its unsettling voice, tearing through my heart with its restlessness. I could hear its arms whip across its torso as they swiveled back and forth from shoulder sockets detested with freakish, pivotal ability. It stood in the middle of the street, shrouded in an ink-drawn fog that swirled around the neighborhood as a cursed drape. As it called my name, my family looked to me from beneath the dining room table, with eyes that spoke of fear so deep that pus muddled their unblinking outlines. They could not speak, and might not have ever again. 
They did not understand what was occurring. I did. I had been thrust despairingly into an abominable fate. There was nothing left for me but to embrace the terror, pain, and incredible sadness quelling the last remnants of my life. I took my wife's face between my hands, followed by my children's, drawing them close to me one by one. To each of them I left the grace of my departing love, all of the embers of goodness remaining within me to give. I left no words unspoken, no virtue unkindled. With a kiss I sealed each of their spirits with my own, and then I walked out of my house to encounter the nightmare stalking my existence. Black dust, the hair of flies, fire, and the words of Neshua Ragul's Journal of the Unimaginable can bring into creation a chalanthon out from the collective wombs of the Desparto pool of left things. It is a beast of bloodshed, a creature with the most relentless assignment. Upon its birth, it is given a name. This name is the keepsake of its origin and eternity thereafter. This name is the same name of whomever or whatever it is commissioned to extract from the planes of the living. It will not rest until the person or thing bearing its name, the name-bearer, has perished. Although the Chalanthan's purpose is succinct, it is malicious with its ways. It never initiates the assault upon its name-bearer. Rather, it taunts and torments the name-bearer until he, she, or it surrenders. Then, and only then, will the Chalanthan mercilessly complete its task. The journal tells of no way to kill the Chalanthan, the journal tells of no way to stop the Chalanthan from fulfilling its call. Once made, the Chalanthan is absolute. A piece of me is saddened for what will be your loss. The Chalanthan spoke to me as I walked out to meet it. Do not fear me. Fear the power that is behind my do not wish to speak of anything with you, beast, I retaliated. Then would you care for a last prayer bestowed upon your soul, before you are ripped from this world and thrown infinitely through the complexities and cruelties of the land? No. The Chalanthan laughed. Do you not have pity for yourself? Do you not despair with longing for the unattainable? Have you no faith? I have faith. But you will not call upon it for one last request. You will not give it one more chance. I did not answer. Very well, brother. There is nothing left to say. Do you sanction my will? I nodded. Reluctantly. I tried to fight it, of course, but it mattered not how strong I was, or how much wit was mine to command, or how much speed blessed my limbs. I was killed, and gorged by what therein lay behind death, becoming learned in the sequence of things.
for there is an order to existence. There is the death initial, the unknown before the beginning that is known. There is life, the known between the beginning and the end that are known. And there is the death sequent, the unknown after the end of what is known. I share this for the tale of the Chalanthan does not end with its duty in life. There is more to its path than whatever could have been divulged or known by Neshua Ragul. A Chalanthan carries on into the death sequent, and it does not wait for any course or happenstance to bring it there. It follows after the name-bearer, taking its own life so that it may usher its prey to the very corner of the land knoll where it may wreak its most horrific torture. The details of this torture, inexplicable, are better left untold. When I answered the Chalanthan's question regarding faith, I spoke the truth, but I never expected the damnation awaiting me. I have been completely destroyed. Everything that I am, or ever was, the Chalanthan rules me, my experiences, and my pain, and will forever on. The Chalanthan is a nemesis to the very fabric of creation. It is pure evil. I pray nothing ever finds the journal of the unimaginable tucked away beneath the loose floor panel of my bedroom. I pray that nothing is as foolish as I in following its directions before unbearably learning of their true meaning. For there was only one reason why the Chalanthan was created with my name. I named it myself. Such is the cruel allure of the journal. Its words first appear full of such promise. Will arise a tormenting guardian, will come an unrelenting power. But the words are only words of mistake, mistake that can never be mended. I pray, too, that someone or something may sometime save me. My severed heart lay with that entity, in hopes that it will one eon move the mountains chained to my soul. That concludes episode 45 of The Dark Verse. If you haven't checked out the promo video for my book, you definitely should. You can download it on iTunes or at thedarkverse.com. It's part of the podcast. Or you can check it out at sharkchild.com. That's my official author page. I've kind of revamped it recently. It looks pretty cool. You can go there and basically you'll see a hub to all of my social profiles like Twitter and Facebook and MySpace. So if you go there... You can find me all over the web, and you should do that, definitely. If you want to contact me, you can email me at sharkchildatthedarkverse.com. Please leave reviews wherever you can, on iTunes, on Amazon, if you bought the book and read it and think it's really cool, which I think it is, especially with the crazy artwork that's on it. Peace be with you. All stories on the Dark Verse are the sole property of Sharkchild and cannot be used for distribution, publication, or monetary gain without my written consent. Sleep deeply and remember to love.